0: podcast seems like a big celebration today. <laughs> Woo-hoo. So I'm so excited to be hanging out with you today. Uh, we've got folks from around uh, North America joining us today uh, and all of them have stepped up to be advocates for climate action in all the other things that they're doing but they're also helping spread the word about our 2020 international climate action challenge impact summit which is coming up december 13th to 17th so that is a free summit where we're going to be featuring what our top challengers did in 90 days and you guys it is so exciting we have people that have planted thousands of trees, like that's one team, people that have done thousands of voter outreach contacts, again, um, single teams, and you multiply that by 10 and 20. It's it's really fun. So we're doing the interviews now, getting those all set up for you. Um, we've got live workshops, Zoom happy hours, so you can chat with each other. And on our last day on the 17th, we'll be diving into how you could plan uh, a challenge for your community. We have um, someone who's teaching it as a university class, the idea of using it for your neighborhood, your faith community, your business. Um, So all kinds of ways to go from this idea of action to actually empowering your whole community to transform. So we're super excited about that um, whole thing. And so, We are just going to kind of go uh, one by one and give each of you folks that have been doing work in your communities, um, Climate Reality Chapters uh, and the Calgary Climate Hub, a chance to tell us what it is that you've been doing, Um, because, you know, Climate Reality is such a cool organization, Um, something started by Al Gore, where we've all that are on here have gone through these trainings um, to become a climate reality leader and be able to, we know the science, we know how important it is, and you marry that to taking, to doing a climate action challenge, you can really make a big impact fast um, and doing all the other stuff that you guys have already been doing. Um, So I'm going to start with Kat. Who is my neighbor up the up the road from me in uh, in Colorado? And um, so, welcome, Cat. And I'm gonna let's see, give me a second. I'm gonna try and make some space here, and then we'll bring everybody on one by one. Whoopsie Daisy.
1: <laughs> okay, did that a little too aggressively. Um, but hi, Cat. Good morning. Hello, it's so good to be with you Joan and the International Climate Action Challenge.
0: Yeah, so exciting. So um, I'm just gonna give you the stage if you wanna take a few minutes, like three or four or five minutes and just tell us what all the Eagle County chapter has been doing.
1: Yeah. And- We're new, the Climate Reality Leader chapter of Eagle County, Colorado is just a couple of hours farther west on I-70 from Joan. And um, we're babies, we're just a year old. And my mentee actually started the chapter and we have been focusing on communications for a no idling campaign. Um, I-70 runs right through the heart of Eagle County. And so we realized that reducing uh, idling and our uh, transportation emissions would be a very big win. We do have many environmental, very effective environmental organizations already in the Valley. So we're having to navigate and find out what it is for us to do and for us to be. Uh, we've also hosted 29 conversations online uh, on Wednesdays and Sunday suppers on climate change called pause countdown climate uh, covid acts climate acts and local impacts so we've taken youth elders experts ngos ceo leaders from several different sectors ranging from food technology women health mental health ideas art stories flight and assembled these conversations where people who would not normally be in conversation with each other could really hear the reality of each other. And um, we're in the process of editing those right now. Walking Mountains is a very effective environmental education organization that's in the schools here in Eagle County. And they're hosting a, a climate action collaborative, which assembles all of the environmental organizations in our community. So we support that. We have also testified at many legislative hearings and Colorado has some really big wins as far as methane and uh, air quality are concerned. And next year we'll have another big legislative agenda. So um, that's it for us. And thank you so much for Doing what you're doing, Joan. Such important work.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much as well. And Cat has been one of our mentors and our and given a platform for some of our other folks in our our challenge to 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 give their message, whether it's somebody in Zambia or um, or elsewhere in the U. S. So the the collaboration is is really where it's at. Um, and I'm putting that note in, I put some notes in the, um, in the feed there. So the link to their Facebook, the Eagle County Facebook group, and some of their campaigns that that cat just mentioned so in the end we might have a few moments to head back for questions if anybody that's listening has any questions definitely put them in the chat and we'll try to get to them um, later as well okay all right so let's move on thank you so much and see if i can do this right all right how about darshana would you like to go next it's great i didn't tell people what order so like a game show um uh, but yeah welcome darshana i just met the other day because one of our challengers is in san antonio this is Irasu Aranda and her challenge was to come up with some kind of circular economy business and if you attend the challenge you'll get to hear their interview they are taking mattresses which are really hard to recycle and uh upcycling them into pet beds and they're um so they're remat pet they have the cutest pictures on instagram of dogs and cats Um, but anyhow so welcome darshana and yeah please take a few minutes to to tell us about your chapter
2: Thank you, thank you, and good morning, all. Um, and thank you for inviting Joanne. Uh, this is a great opportunity. Uh, I am so glad to be here. My chapter is also very new. Uh, I moved from New Jersey here and saw, that, saw the the lack of uh, kind of leadership uh, in creating awareness among San Antonian. So I started this chapter here, and <clears throat> Uh, with the I think five people only but now we have 70 members <clears throat> and they are all uh, types of people they are uh, in very professionals uh, and most of them are climate reality leaders uh, especially when we had a training global training July and August I got more um, members so uh, so that's that's what the chapter and we are meeting monthly we are uh, our main focus is on creating awareness so on when we had 24 hours of reality many members uh, uh, gave presentations to audience from 10 to 100 so th- it was a big uh, awareness among the community so that was one the second one was uh, planting trees so on same day we had a green, part of green initiative in University of uh, Incarnate World, we planted ceremonial tree and we invited our um, mayor uh, who who believes in this uh, uh, compassionate tree project. Uh, so he was there, uh, San Antonio is, by, by the way, is like announced as a compassionate uh, city. So we planted, that was the beginning of the tree planting and then our Various uh, members also planted at various places, and um, monarch butterflies um, is very uh, essential in this part of the world. So they always come while they uh, migrate to Mexico from um, from north north to south when they go. So they drop by in uh, San Antonio. So there are many pollen pollinator gardens, and we did that that day also so that was the beginning of our tree planting and so far we've planted more than uh, 1500 trees around the uh, san antonio so that was another thing and our next project is uh plastic free that's that's our campaign for next year that's what we are going to focus so we are um, it's getting, uh, moving slowly, slowly. People are getting excited and they are, uh, and we always invite a guest speaker in our monthly meeting to educate people in their field. So that's how it happens. So this is uh, this is about it, about our, our San Antonio chapter.
0: And Darshana, you said that your group grew from five members to 70. When did you say your chapter started?
2: Hello? Yeah so yeah when, i'm very when, excited when
0: when, when, did, when your did your chapter start?
2: start our chapter started in march of this year so it's pretty new
0: that's amazing so you grew from 1 yeah. to 70 because you took that first step
2: because yes.
0: you started it yeah yeah i
2: founded the chapter with my husband He's also co-chair and he's into this thing so he has a much more experience in uh, uh, this uh, this type of work. So he is my co-chair and he's helping me always. <laughs> so, <laughs> <I> <laughs> And now we that. have so many, and, uh, Erosu is our uh, administrative assistant. So she's doing great work. We all always do the newsletter too every monthly. So she's the one who is doing the newsletter work. So we are getting Beautiful.
0: there. Beautiful. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, well great i mean she just illustrated that idea that the number one climate action is start a team and so if you're part of climate reality or citizens climate lobby or something start a chapter and look at all the stuff that they're doing the compassionate city compassionate tree project pollinator plantings um I said plastic trees. Supposed to be plastic-free, um, but yeah, how cool is that? That is awesome. All right, so how about Emmy from Atlanta? Are you down with going up, going next?
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm so happy to have found you guys. You're so Malika and I have worked together a long time in Newark. Delaware and CAT in Eagle County. But I think we found you on Instagram and was like, hey, do you want to promote climate action with us? And you stepped up and said yes. And we just so appreciate you doing that. And the more we heard about the Atlanta chapter, the more we understood that you guys are movers and shakers and um, somebody we can all learn from. So take it away.
3: Thanks. Yeah. And thanks for that great introduction. And I'll just preface by saying that there's a little bit of construction happening outside. So if you hear some banging, that's that's me, but I'll stop in a few minutes and you'll get your quiet back. Um, but so the Atlanta chapter is also pretty new, not as new as San Antonio. Uh, we started in 2018 actually at the Los Angeles climate reality training There was a group I think of about eight climate reality leaders from Atlanta who were sat together at the LA training and they got to talking and realized that Atlanta didn't have a chapter so the eight of them got together and created the chapter in mid-2018 and I joined about late 2018 and at that point we were still 20 people meeting in somebody's apartment building once a month And then we found out that the next climate reality training was going to be in Atlanta in March. So then we really had to step up our game and build the internal infrastructure to take all of the new members we'd be getting. And that happened in March 2019. And so we went from about 20 members to we have about 300 people actually registered and involved in the chapter and probably about 40 to 50 that are actively involved on a monthly basis. But so we've we've done a lot of growing in the last year and a half as well. Um, And I got involved, a colleague told me about it. And uh, since late 2018, I've been the communications director for the chapter and I help run a bunch of our initiatives and campaigns online range from a variety of activities from getting out the vote to tree planting for a variety of organizations. We partner with a lot of other local organizations in the area. Um, and so I don't know, picking our, our biggest achievement so far is so hard to, to choose because you can't fully see the impact of all of the different activities that you do. There's, you know, all of those little intangible impacts along the way. But I think one of the, the biggest case studies uh, that we have is at the Atlanta training in March, we organized a writing campaign with the national climate reality organization. And we wrote about a thousand letters, I think, to the public service commission about Georgia Power's integrated resource plan, where they were proposing basically their resource mix for what the utility will use for the next 20 years. And we think we got them to increase from 500 megawatts of solar to a thousand megawatts. I mean, we don't know how much we had an impact on that as opposed to other other actors, but that was definitely a big win for us. And we are building on that this year in uh, a couple of weeks on December 15th. We're going to host a climate change town hall with the two candidates for Public Service Commission, District 4, Bubba McDonald and Daniel Blackman, who are going to a runoff. Um, And that runoff election is going to be held on the same day as the Georgia Senate runoffs. So that'll be January 5th. So tune in to that. I'll send a link to this group. Um, And yeah, we we look forward to making Georgia a bigger player on the national and international stage Um, for 2021. We're looking at building more connections among community partners and helping leverage those connections to make policy changes at the state and federal levels. Um, Our co-chair, Jairo Garcia, is actually working with Al Gore. He's going to be the master of ceremonies for the the initiative that they launch next week on the 7th. Yeah, so stay tuned for that um, on building this collaborative process between the local organizations and state and federal organizations. So, yeah, we're very excited about that.
0: Nice. Well, yeah. And any of those links that you want to put in the chat, feel free to do that. That would be great too. I'm learning so much as I listen to each of you. And I think this is like, this is what, well, it's kind of the meta thing because what I'm learning is all about all the different collaboration that you're doing. And as we're, Collaborating right now instantly. This is what always happens: is that even right in the moment, getting those different ideas, like having a climate change town hall, doing the voter outreach, writing letters, um, and you know pollinator planting. Everything that we've already heard so far are things that each of the each of our groups could all be doing um, for sure to make a difference. Okay, all right. Thank you so much, Emmy. All right. Okay. So how about Malika? Are you ready? <laughs> Let's see. You were born ready. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Malika, I met, I was doing a um, a webinar called Passion to Action, and she was just like, boom, this is me. I am, and I, the more I know her, the more I know she is the passion to action person. Um, that you want on your team and in your life, because that's what she does. Um, And Malika wears a lot of different hats, including a crown as elite Miss Delaware Earth. Um, She's also lead of the Delaware, uh, the Newark, Delaware climate reality chapter, Um, and has her own nonprofit called the Global Ripple Effect Project. Um, but Malika, do you wanna talk with us about, and and also Malika was one of the first, uh, Malika and Kat were the first couple of chapters that stood up and said, heck yeah, we wanna be part of this Climate Action Challenge. So I appreciate you doing that and making that connection. Um, so yeah, Malika, do you wanna take away, take a few minutes and tell us what your chapter has been doing?
4: Yes. So our biggest accomplishment was when we found out the Paris Agreement might not be something the US was signing on, Climate Reality reached out to me directly and they were like, we need you to get the Newcastle County Coalition signed on the local level in your state. And that simply says that we're going to opt in and follow all of the guidelines set out in the Paris Agreement. And I was excited to be a part of that and then also at the same time i was like wait how do i actually go about implementing this so i worked with my um contact and you know she gave me like a talk sheet and then i just made it my own i did a little bit of research about my newcastle county elected officials and i was like yo everyone seems like super nice so um i just went in there i spoke from the point of eye and I made it a friendly conversation, not like a business conversation. And right away, the Newcastle County president, Karen Hartley-Nagel, was like 100 percent on board. And she called in their elected counsel to counsel, their attorney, and was like, can you tailor this to our state? And right away he was like, yes. So they worked really, really hard because the following meeting, we introduced it in every single member signed on. Yes. So I was able to get it passed and I was super excited. That is like a huge win for our chapter. And I'm just so proud that I was able to get that done in such a short amount of time. And that our elected officials actually care about not just the residents here in my state, but the environment as well.
0: That, that is a great story. And I think what, what you're talking about too shows that you don't have to, I like how you said yes first and then and then said, okay, so I don't actually know how to do it. And I think a lot of people go the other direction where they go, well, no, because I don't know how to do it. Um, so that, that starting with yes. Um, and then Malika, you guys were also, you had a couple of... Um, Uh, challenges that you did. So I think this is a message for everybody. If you have a group that you can do the challenge, uh, you can do a 90 day challenge as a way to engage your group. And so you had a couple of them that you did as part of the challenge. So do you want to mention those as well?
4: Yes. So we did the Rock the Vote campaign and we like tied it in with Turnout for Tomorrow and also She Votes. The entire chapter was like super excited because we had the founder of SheVotes come on and talk to us about voting. It was just such a great experience. Like we were ready, we were ready to like go. We did a lot of live videos. We did some Zoom events for voter education reach we just had such a great experience just educating people on the importance of uh, the importance of voting how they can vote how they can register to vote it was just such a great time and i am so proud of my chapter like we reached out to over 800 people and just talked to them about voting and it was such a great time like everyone had so much fun learning about voting where their local poll location was like i was like Oh my gosh, I can't believe how amazing everything turned out. We also, every November, we participate in planting trees here in our state. So we help plan over 500 trees every year. And like the chapter loves learning about planting trees. And um, I also, like, we partner with different local environmental nonprofits. And so we learned about the power of plants and different ag throughout the year. It's such a great experience, even composting. So I'm like really, really excited that we're able to partner with those different nonprofits here in our state. And now we're like actually being asked to leave the state and partner with other nonprofits throughout our country. So
2: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think. They I that I'm seeing too, is that, you know, a lot of when people think about environmental stuff and climate change, it's such a bummer, man. (laughs) And it's like, no wonder people don't want to participate. But what you guys are all showing is just like how fun it is, how creative, how exciting it is. And, you know, just like Malika talking about the rock the vote and she votes and how, just how thrilling it is to do that, and I think the more that we can convey that, um, the the better, the more we're going to be able to attract people, and that's what you're you're demonstrating for sure. All right, okay. We
4: also. Oh, yep. sorry, Joan. We also work with our elected officials on different initiatives, so I myself have created an environmental law which will hopefully be introduced. I'm so excited. Um, So we have close ties like with our elected officials and a few senators and congressmen and women. So I'm really, really excited to see what 2021 has in store for our chapter and all of the amazing things we can do to help make our earth a more greener, healthier and sustainable place to live.
5: Yeah, Um, investing
0: in those relationships and just as you said earlier, just seeing them as people that that you can form relationships with and be partners with them for sure. Okay. All right. Thank you, Malika. All right. And so, because it's always good to have more than one Joan, I mean, right? (laughs) There's never enough Jones in the world. There are
5: never enough
0: Jones. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we have the Joan and Joan show now, and we're just going to just keep going. Um, But yeah, I was very excited because one of our challengers is Melanie Hoffman, and she's with the King Center for Data Visualization. I'm not sure if I said that right, but she does. They do a lot of how to take all the science and the data around um, climate change and figure out ways to make it interactive and make it something that people can then act on. And so Um, She's been working on Drawdown Alberta, which is Melanie's 90 day project is to launch a drawdown um, project initiative for all of Alberta, Canada. And as part of that. I'm not sure who connected who first, but um, that's how I connected with Joan. And so she's got the Calgary Climate Hub. And so I'm just so excited to to hear what all you guys are doing and um, welcome and uh, take it away.
5: Thanks. Yeah. Well, Melanie is awesome. Um, Melanie and I connected through the Alberta Environmental Network, which is a group of um, environmental organizations in Alberta. And um, yeah, so we're the Calgary Climate Hub. And we started in 2017 when Dr. Joe Vipond and Steve Bentley and some other amazing Calgarians got together and um, with the Calgary, the Climate Reality Project Canada to set up a local chapter. And the reason that's really amazing is because Calgary is the oil and gas capital of Canada. And so we have some unique challenges here to talk about climate. But in 2018, they um, were able to successfully advocate to the city of Calgary to get the climate resilience plan adopted by the city of Calgary. So now that is official policy, which is fantastic. I got involved in the fall of 2018. And uh, two things had happened in the fall of 2018. My mother passed away after a long battle with dementia and the IPCC released a report on global warming, and 1.5 degrees. My son gave me a book on dementia prevention, and I realized that the top five things that we can do to prevent dementia are the same as the top five climate actions. And those are use your large muscles for active transportation, eat a plant-based diet, participate in community activities, and live a life of purpose and get more sleep. So, you know, instead of lying awake worrying about climate change, now I'm involved in a community that's taking action on climate. So that's fantastic. Um, Our biggest achievement, I would say, uh, would be getting the the climate resilience plan approved in 2018. In June of this year, we um, successfully advocated to city council to get the green line light rail transit line approved. And in October of this year, we successfully advocated to city council to say no to 11 new developments on the outskirts of our city. And so we're really working on stopping the sprawl. We've also hosted 10 community climate conversations around the city. And so these are opportunities for people to come together and talk about climate in a a comfortable space with their neighbors and their friends and just talk about the things that are worrying them about climate. So we talk about climate grief. We talk about uh, active transportation, cycling, urban planning and other issues around climate. And then what we've started to do, and this is why I was so excited to participate in uh, the Climate Action Challenge, is we've also started to have return conversations where local groups can form and take on a project within their own community. So we've had the first one of those last month, and we're going to have another one next week. And our goal is to have uh, six total this year and get six groups started. And our big project um, coming up is our municipal election in the fall of next year. So we're working on um, trying to figure out how to make climate uh, a top election issue. So I'm really interested to hear Malika's stories about getting out the vote and making voting exciting and fun and focus on climate. Um, Yeah, and, and the other thing that we're doing is During COVID, we started hosting a web series, and for the first few months, it was a weekly web series, and now we've gone down to once a month, and that's called The Climate of Change. And our next episode is tomorrow night. And as part of our commitment to um, being more Mm -hmm. inclusive and uh, paying attention and supporting our BIPOC community, we are hosting um, Mesquite Voices of Idle No More, which is an indigenous rights organization. And he's going to be talking about his work with that. And that will be here on Facebook, Facebook Live.
0: Nice, nice. Well, anybody that um, was talking, if you want to put any comments, any links to anything that you're doing in the the comments, um, that would be awesome. We can do that. Um, yeah, well, thank you so much for that that roundup. And it's so exciting to hear that, as you said, kind of in the midst of what you think of as oil and gas country, um, that you have this, this change happening and as a wellness coach, and I know, um, Malika does a lot with plant-based diet too. It's, I love to see that connection and, yeah, maybe you get people to act for the climate by talking about dementia or maybe you get people to help reduce dementia by acting for the climate it really doesn't matter, does it? Yeah,
5: it's a, it's a nice little kind of it just sort of demonstrates how everything is so connected.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
5: yeah.
0: Okay, so let me see. So okay, so thank you Joan for doing that. Um so I'm going to bring you guys all back on in a second. Um so I just wanted to to remind you that the, the book and the workbook, the Climate Action Challenge um, book and workbook are available for folks. As I'm hearing these different things that you're doing, um, you know, I started, I was passionate as a young person, I wasted decades being ineffective, as has most of the world. Um, and that's what's led us to where we are right now. But we don't have to be ineffective, we can be more effective. And there's a lot of strategies in the book that I'm hearing that you guys have figured out things like, Um, studying people that are already making a difference, modeling after that, coming up with a list of 100 potential partners, and then doing a community forum. So doing a day of action followed by a community forum, and that with that community forum, then you get people together and create the teams coming out of that. So if you haven't kind of checked into the book uh, about that community forum idea, I recommend that as well um and and definitely i hope that you will register for the climate action challenge summit and let people know let your city council know let your colleagues know because it's going to be a similar very exciting fun experience to see all the creativity around this and that incredible positive vibe that we all need right now where people have some control in their lives they have an idea they take action they see it that's something that is not happening with our work or our schools where we don't know what's what's going to be happening today all right so let me bring everybody back on for a quick second Right on cue. There's always a siren coming by during this. (laughs) Are you number one, Kat?
1: (laughs) Climate change is going from 11 on the top 10 to number one on the top 10. Oh,
0: I like that. That's awesome. All right. So does anybody have any last little word that you wanted uh, to say? Maybe we could go in the same order. Kat, was there anything else that you wanted to sign off with?
1: Yeah, we're experimenting with uh, launching a climate coaching consultancy for individuals who want to take personal action
0: say that again you said you're launching a climate consultancy coaching
1: yep for people who want to take personal action on climate
0: nice i think that coaching model that's what i found from the wellness coaching that's i addiction recovery it's the addiction recovery model Mm -hmm. That, um, you know, makes us laugh because it's like, oh, yeah, we we are kind of addicted, but there's so much we can learn uh, from that as well. Okay, thank you. And thanks for joining us. Um, And how about you, Darshana? Uh,
2: For me, as I told you that this is our um, newly formed chapter. So I'm always welcome with uh, new ideas from any of the mentors or any of the chapter chairs. And like to connect with everyone, uh, everyone possible, you know, with uh, all this experience, um, and we are supporting that SB one twenty five bill uh, for Texas, which is uh, for uh, uh, HFC gas, you know, reducing HFC gas, phasing out. So though, so but we want the ideas how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, how to do it, and you know, so always. Always uh, willing to listen to other parties and uh, get ideas. So that's my, Yeah. that's how we can progress.
0: That's great, right. I mean, this just right here shows how quickly you can learn from each other if you uh, reach out. Um, how about you, Emmy?
3: Yeah, I'll just remind folks of that PSC town hall that we're doing on the 15th. We don't have an event break. We're just kind of finalize it yesterday, but I will send that to you when we get things solidified. And uh, yeah, we are on pretty much all social media. So find us at Atlanta Climate or Climate Reality Atlanta. And if you wanna reach out and contact us further, you can reach us at contact at climaterealityatlanta.org. Thanks.
0: Cool. (laughs) Okay, Kat, I love these, these little, this is so cool. That's such a great idea to have your messages. It's kinda like, I've always wanted to have these for the car you know, like your lights are on or get off my butt. Um, but this is actually better, just like thumbs up. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a business opportunity right there. Um, okay, so how about you, Malika?
4: So um, I wanted to add that we also organize community cleanups to get the entire state involved in ending the pollution here so we can have cleaner air and cleaner water. Um, a way that you guys can get in touch with us. We are on every social media outlet. I have posted a few below. And then you can also email us at Delaware chapter at gmail.com. Super cool. All right, thank
0: you. Um, and okay, and so Joan,
5: Yeah. So one thing that we're excited about, too, is our um, NMAX campaign, which is our local utility. And we're trying to get it to go to net zero by 2050. So uh, there's going to be some action on that. So keep an eye on our campaign page. And I posted that in the links um, and come out to a community climate conversation or join in on a climate of change, one of our episodes. And let's get this going, Yeah, (laughs) all hands on
1: deck.
0: Yeah. I like this. I like this. And yeah. And so, and again, I hope that, um, you know, that we like this, this idea of sharing and getting people together and thinking about that 90 day challenge idea that when we give people, you know, it's just like losing weight or exercising, you know, if you sign up to do a 10 K run two months from now, you might actually exercise <laughs> and get ready to do it if you say well i want to do a 10k by the end of the year you probably aren't going to um i mean just statistically and so thinking about ways to go from a team to a community for and transformation personal transformation team transformation community transformation and giving some structure and accountability and so i i have seen this challenge idea, doing that, where we've been hopping on the, the, um, on Zoom with people from Congo and Bangladesh and Colombia and everybody just getting so excited, to understand that we really need that coaching, we need the accountability and um, to, to, not dismiss that aspect of it, that human behavioral transformation is what we're all doing. And it's so exciting to see you guys doing that with everything from caring for pollinators and uh, forming relationships with your legislators and uh, and as well as with trees. So it's all good. All right, so thanks everybody for joining in. And um, <laughs> thank you Kat for the ingenious um, signs. <laughs> I feel like that's going to have to be a whole separate session on how to make all those. I thought we should have one on making masks, but that's probably more more realistic. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, thanks, everybody that tuned in today and hope to see you all at the, the Impact Summit, you know, where there's a lot of... Um, concern about racism and systemic oppression. And when you join the summit, you're going to see people working in the slums of Kampala, teaching vertical gardening, working with the poorest of the poor with these very innovative ideas that we can all be learning from. Um, so I hope you will support our diverse group of grass leaders, grassroots leaders, spread the word and see you there. So thanks everybody. Okay, bye.